Hey scholars, thanks again for listening. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at kingdomscholar19. Also, send me an email at kingdomscholar19 at gmail.com if you're interested in collabs, promotion, or sponsorships. Thanks again for listening. Much love. Yo, this is your boy, Wynn. Thank you so much for signing into study hall today and kicking it with me. Um, this is the first episode I'll be doing that will be merging my platforms together. So if you're here on Spotify, Anchor, you can also check me out on YouTube as well. And I'll put all of that information in the comments on YouTube and also in the section underneath the podcast with all the information. So let's go ahead and hop right into the task at hand. And I'm coming out, y'all. I want to tell everyone I'm living my truth and I stand as a witness that there are people who have been redeemed and there are people in the kingdom who are true believers and want to support, love, and not judge you. So listen, stop avoiding and hiding from God's calling on your life. Like, you know, I've been there. I used to identify as queer, androgynous, and same-sex attracted. And yeah, I had a lot of fun in the scene but at the end of the day the conclusion i got out of it was basically was the blind leading the blind and sadly i ended up like saw it before he became paul like i was persecuting christians because i was bitter and i was ashamed of the gospel and you know i had knew jesus um but i just neglected our relationship i was far from him and i had a secret and had no language to communicate my situation so i sought to cope and get validation from the world and to be transparent even more like i feel like you know i was even kind of scared to um acknowledge some of the things that i was going through because you know i have had seen how other people were treated or how other people um were mishandled and so um, that can cause a little of anxiety to be like, okay, well, maybe if I just isolate myself or nobody see me or, you know, I stop, you know, going to church, you know, you're not, you're not hurting the p- other people's feelings. You're kind of delaying your own destiny. And so um, I know also to kind of, I kind of want to shed light on this because I feel like a misconception that a lot of people feel that people who struggle with same-sex attraction or in the LGBT community are out here like busting it wide open because um, of the stigma of the sexual part of the act. But, you know, to be transparent, I had the fear of the Lord putting me as a little boy and I made promises and vowed to God that I would, you know, remain abstinent until marriage. And that's exactly what I did. But however, comma, I was curious on what was on the other side of the railroad tracks And that did lead me to a lot of fake love, betrayal, and deceit. And um, when I did give give my life back to Christ, when I was um, a little bit more mature or older and was like, you know, this thing is personal, I had to reconcile the fact that, yeah, I do feel inadequate about certain things, but I'm still anointed. And I had to build my faith. I had to feed my spirit and just not my mind. And so... um, even to this day, I sometimes still struggle with that. Why? Because, you know, your brain um, can't comprehend the supernatural sometimes. And that's how God manifests his power here on earth. But y'all not ready for that conversation. So I digress. Um, But one thing that I think believers have not mastered that the world does very well is the art of persuasion. If the word of God is absolute, believers must be able to convey that gospel using faith-based faith-based evidence. And 
the Bible says people perish for the lack of knowledge. And I think people know that they're sinning, but they just don't have the tools or the knowledge of how to get out of the sin. And I'm reminded of how Ezekiel, the prophet, was, you know, getting all these signs and visions from God. But God was saying, well, you know, Israel's heart is um, sin is hardened in their sin and have rebelled and some people will die in that sin. And, you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles in some instances. And I believe that, you know, sharing the Evangelion is more than just preaching and squalling in a mic, but perhaps there are new approaches that translate through the creative arts and through technology or even through literature. And I'm telling you, like, there are sons and daughters out here in the world that belong to the kingdom that feel flawed and are heavily gifted and want to use their gifts and talents for the kingdom, but feel rejected or, or frightful for what, you know, how they might be perceived and how how some people can be presumptuous that call themselves believers. And so um, I'm just going to go, go out on a limb and just say, I'll be apologetic and apologize for what happened to you. But I will warn you also that if you choose to go deeper and to seek the Lord seriously for yourself, you might start off alone or you might get some backlash. Backlash. You might fight some spiritual, you will fight some spiritual battles or some relationships might expire, but it's all for the glory of God. Just remain steadfast. Um, I had known that um, when I was in the world kind of heavy that one of the things that I would hear often is that there were people who identify contrary to the word of God that still said like, oh, I'm a Christian. And I was one of those people too. I would say, hey, you know, you know, I like to dibble and dabble in this, but you know, I'm going to church on Sunday because I want to go to heaven. But, you know, it's kind of contradictory or it kind of makes you seem like a hypocrite about certain things. So I would tell you to kind of, you know, process you know some of the things that you know you think are conducive because it's what other people do i had to learn that my standard of living is not other people's standard of living so i don't know if that really made sense but i feel like i'm talking to somebody if you know you know and um i think what helps me and what might be able to help you is first timothy 1 5 and 7 and it's kind of like the 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 um the premise of why I'm even doing this it's to urge people to just love and not to be you know contaminated with self-interest don't have a counterfeit faith and to be open to a life full of godliness and a life open to God and I think that's key because many um people might not take that seriously And, you know, if I'm going to be open and honest, I'll say, you know, I've had my own agendas that strayed me away from God, you know, or left me unstable or I relied on other people to fill a void for me where God's love and peace and joy could have filled. And if I had known what I know now, I definitely would not have remained or stayed as broken and hurt and feeling like a leper, (laughs) Um, as long as I did. Um, so if I can leave you with anything from me coming out today, know that whatever happened to you, however you may feel, any secrets that you may have or any situation causing you pain is not God sent. 
He wants to restore you. He loves you and he can make you new again. Um, but you're going to have to do something for him and it's going to require you to have some faith. And so if you know how I do, thanks for kicking with me. I don't have much to say. That's all I got. And thank you for signing in and I'm signing out. Much love.